Welcome to the D2C podcast, brought to you by M3 Digital. Welcome to episode three of the D2C podcast, brought to you by M3 Digital. Um, I'm joined by Jack, Performance Director at M3, and Emily, um, our Senior Growth Strategist at M3. How are we going, guys? They're good, mate. Good. Good to have someone else on the sofa. Going good. Thanks yeah. for having me. It's a pleasure. So it's mm. been a while. Five weeks sabbatical we had. Mm. Mm. Bit of a break, but we're yep. back. We're back. Regularly back as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Very regularly. Yeah. 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 Awesome. We've got some epic topics today. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to cover AOV and its importance mm-hmm. um, in the current landscape. Um, Facebook ad creative, what we see working, what we think's working. And then the importance of an offer. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 we'll, we'll cover all of that. So let's start with let's start with AOV um, and its importance um, in the current landscape. So Jack, what, what what's your thoughts there? Um, it's massive. It's massive. Um, you know, from from very first touch point with a with a client is probably the first question we ask. You know, alongside you know the general specifics of a brand and what they run and what their product is. Um, AOV is critical to to strategy around like whether we can scale their brand, how that's going to sit in terms of profitability on ad platforms. Um, and yeah, I guess the long and short of it is as is, is high as possible, basically, in terms of AOV, um, to a certain extent anyway, with it dependent on products. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 I think it's, it's, I guess you, you take your two biggest levers on site, you've got your average order value, your critical component of your site's performance mm-hmm. um, and your conversion rate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And those two levers are, are things that you can play with that are separate to the performance in your ad account. Yeah. So essentially, um, if you improve your AOV or your conversion rate with the exact same setup in Facebook, you can improve your ROAS, yeah. essentially. 100%. Right. Yeah, and then even from that point one where we, we look at the brand and we go, okay, the AOV is in a good, a good spot. Um, it's usually a case of right now, what can we do to improve the AOV to make sure that we can get more out of their acquisition costs, get more out of their ad spend, be able to scale their brands totally. more efficiently. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's been a huge part of our approach mm. to our clients mm-hmm. as of late, particularly post iOS. We've started to probably look at that a little bit, a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so, um, how can we what are some strategies that we can put in place and that we have been putting in place for our clients to increase AOV yeah mm-hmm. yeah so th- I mean there's there's one simple uh, I guess rinsed method which is just bundling bundling yeah. products totally. um, specifically in sort of like beauty spaces where that, that average order value is is generally very low um, you know often we, we have a few brands that sit under the acquisition cost if, if someone wants to go on and buy one product they're gonna they're gonna lose money. They're not making money off that one product. So Finish it's vital that they they're bundling, combining different products, um, even um, building out several products under one. Basically, like getting people to buy more than one of the same product to bring up that AOV. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's driving that value, isn't it? So it's yeah. it's what you can do. The strategic play you can have with bundles is you can put a bunch of products together that potentially solve various problems for your customer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that increases your average order value, but you can also slash out the price and show that they're saving X dollars. Yeah. You've also mm-hmm. got a bit of a discounted lever. Mm-hmm. So you're almost running a discount, um, but you're really just bundling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. And, and bundling doesn't just have to come from the product page that can come from upsells, it can come from mm-hmm. tier pricing, it can come from yeah, running a discount um, mm-hmm. if you were to purchase like, two or three 
products or more, for example. Yeah, yeah, those are the other two ones, right? So yeah. tiered pricing and running tiered pricing is a really, really good model. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know things like upsells, you know, so so um, you know one click upsell by Zipify is a good example that can increase your AOV post purchase, but doesn't actually um, put any barriers in place pre purchase, so it's not going to affect your conversion rate. Yeah. Um, so another good yeah option. Yeah, hundred percent. And there's, there was an oddball one as well that we saw with a client recently, which was quite a good tactic. Um, they, they ran a product that was very, very low ticket to bring people onto their site. And then in car, they were pushing their free postage to then get them over the threshold and to increase AOV. Yeah. Um, so there's other tactics outside of bundling um, that can bring that through, like having, a, uh, having that, that load bar in your, in your cart that encourages people to basically add more to the cart and push up that AOV. Um, yeah. Something that's been yeah. working for them. Yeah, totally. And then yeah. something else that we've been doing um, is getting really strategic about not just running ads to bundles, typical ads to bundles, really focusing on creating creative that are focused around the bundles and the value of the bundles. Mm. Mm. So taking it yeah. that step further where your actual, your creative, your UGC, your content is geared and focused around the bundle itself and yeah. driving traffic to the bundle page mm-hmm. is a, epic strategy that seems to be working yeah yep. for sure absolutely and something that's so powerful as well is you know that, that free shipping threshold especially like playing with that and trying to um, encourage customers to spend a little bit more mm. everybody wants free shipping so if you can leverage that and make that more accessible to them um, get them to buy more in that way that's a really powerful thing um, yeah. and as well like you know in account on the side of you know, sending the ads to the bundle pages, if you can keep your CPA costs the same mm-hmm. and increase your AOV, you're going to maximize your results and you're in a much more powerful spot. Mm-hmm. So, 100%. Yeah. 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 And I think, you know, that you can play around with that too, right? So you can shuffle your free shipping threshold to mm-hmm. find what's going to increase your AOV. You could put your free shipping slightly above your existing AOV to try and push it mm-hmm. next to three, four, five dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're doing that at scale, you're adding a lot more bottom line revenue mm-hmm. yeah. from your yeah. performance. Awesome. Um, cool. Let's jump into Facebook ads, creative, um, the types of creative that um, that we see working in accounts. Um, what's your guys' thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it varies based on the product. I guess it goes back to that too. But I think one important thing that we've noticed recently is that you can't write off any one creative. You know, there's been that push towards UGC, 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 yeah. um, which don't get me wrong, like it's, it's extremely powerful. It works mm. for a lot of our brands, but there's the like the simple statics with discount related um strikeouts for example on on the creative those always work those those really simple pieces of creative always work um and hey with some of the graphics as well that's that we've been working on they've also been working just having things move a little bit to catch the attention of the user who's scrolling through the instagram feed just little things that move really do make a difference absolutely Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely and sort of considering their their level of consideration mm. depending on the product you know if you have a particular product that you're trying to sell that has a really high level of consideration you know what do those customers need in order to purchase mm. uncovering that motivation with things like gifting sort of products um mm. that motivation and consideration is going to be very different to a product that's maybe more health related or mm. um in mm. that way so matching that level of consideration how can you get that into the creative and communicate that to them? You know, what are the barriers that they're facing yeah. in order to purchase and try and answer those in your creative yeah. Yeah, immediately? Yeah. I know you guys talked about the ADA principle on a previous episode. Yeah. Super important. Yeah. And I think something that's really interesting is that a lot of consumers, especially younger ones, are pretty clued on when mm. it comes to ads. And sometimes they can 
meet it with a little bit of skepticism in that way. So one way that we've been finding that's working really well for a few clients is um, trying to overcome that by making the content feel extremely native um, and really organic in that way. It's just an interesting way that we've been seeing that work um, well across a few clients um, in that way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that the, probably the, the core thing there is it does really depend on the type of product, right? Mm. There is a lot of hype around UGC at the moment. We yeah. are running UGC. It is working. Mm. I guess based on what you're saying, Em, is that, you know, young the younger demographics kind of get included on. They're getting a little bit smarter around what's paid UGC, what's a paid ad, et cetera. So, yeah. mm. you know, the, the product differentiates what works. So does the demographic and the audience and that, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and honestly, there's a resurgence in just statics. Mm. You know, there, yeah, there sure really is a really good static. And I think, you know, I post iOS has, has encouraged um, brands to just get more strategic around their statics, mm. you know, mm. posing, a, posing a problem, posing a solution, or solution all in one image. Mm-hmm. You know, and, mm-hmm. the, and the, the impact of that instead of someone having to watch 30 second video to show how you're going to solve their problem, yeah. you can do mm-hmm. it in a shorter time frame. Yeah, yeah, 100%, 100%. And, and it does talk, it does need to talk to the level or, or the layer in the funnel that the person's at, whether yeah. they're cold, mm-hmm. a cold user that's engaging with the brand for the first time through to say the middle. And, and you know, that, that content and what you're actually hooking into that content varies based on where they are at in that journey so 100 yeah, yeah point of the funnel is also huge yeah, massive it is Absolutely. a huge part of that what you do there awesome um and then let's jump on to offer coming mm. into we're coming into q4 um and offer super critical but i guess when when, when we're going to talk about offer, we're not necessarily saying that um you should run an offer just for q4 we're probably going to more cover how a strategic offer throughout the year as an evergreen can be a strategic way to get customers over the line um, and kind of make the purchase of the product a little bit of a no-brainer purchase. Mm. Um, so what's what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, we've, we've spoken about it previously on, a, on, on one of the last episodes about opt-ins and how we can vary opt-ins and um, give value that way. Um, so, you know, be it a value add, um, you know, that could work to bring someone in to say your welcome series and then get them to convert with a discount that way. Um, I think one thing that we've, we've noticed sort of on a separate note um, recently, one of our clients was running a sale um, and they, they jumped through two or three different offers. It was all sort of like off the whim, all very unplanned. Yeah. Um, and there were certain offers during that journey that worked really well. Um, and the major issue was that they wanted to switch into a different offer and we were, we were having to sort of like move things around, change yeah. up creative. And there were pieces of creative in the original offer that were working really well. Um, so I think that the, the main message on that would be <clears throat> be as consistent as possible. You know, if there's something that's working, make sure that we're consistent. Cons- you're consistently running it, and also um, when you're moving into a sale period like Black Friday, it's planning for those learning stages with Facebook. So if something is working, don't you know ruin that. Basically, yep. make sure you can always ride on it. If there's other little giveaways and stuff like that you want to run through that period, I think that's great. Like there's obviously FOMO that you can play with, like give, um, giving away a gift or increasing the discount or. Um, adding to that that overall sale but yeah. um, consistently consistency is key um, yeah keeping it simple and simple. super critical yeah. yeah you know particularly if you're looking to run a sale let's say around you know this the the one week to two week mark you really want to get those ads out of learning mm. and scale hard as mm. soon as you start changing offers changing creatives 
you're presenting a lot of variables that are probably going to hinder your performance and your profitability mm-hmm. through the sales period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, something we preach as well. Have a really good offer, but simplify. Make mm-hmm. sure it's simple. Don't confuse the customer. Don't make it difficult to claim. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't give them any reason to decide that they don't need this right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. And you want to yeah. get rid of as many barriers as you possibly can. And sometimes yeah. keeping it simple is the best way mm-hmm. to make it as straightforward as possible for customers to go and um, purchase exactly you know what you want them to purchase or be directed exactly where you want them to be directed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's definitely a lot of value in keeping it simple. Yeah. 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 Totally. And you know, in theory, you know, we're supposedly you know we're in an economic downturn. Um, make sure that you've got an offer that gives you the ability to stand out from your competitors. And I think a lot of potentially brands listening and, and, and things like that will think, oh, but I don't want to devalue my brand. Mm. I don't want to position my brand as a sales brand. I don't want people to only buy from me when I'm on sale. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a bit of a misconception there around the impact that that really has on the long on the long term of a brand. Mm. Yeah. What's, your, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I yeah. agree. I agree. I think when... A lot of brands um, compare themselves to established brands. Yeah. Um, and some of those established brands are probably in a place where they have a very, very low customer base and they can afford not to run sales. People are going to come to them and buy full price. Yeah. Um, but being real, like so those brands would have gone through the early stages just like any, any brand has been through the early stages and offers are really going to get customers through the door yeah. um, the first time. So, um, you know, if your, product, if, if your product is that good, then people are going to come back and pay. Yeah, full yeah. price. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it comes back to you know having a really good offer and then the impact that that can have on the lo- the lifetime value of a customer, right? So mm-hmm. you run a buy one get one free sale. You back your product. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, that would go very very well for most product lines. Yeah. You acquire the customer, so your NCPA, your new customer acquisition cost, is relatively low. Mm-hmm. But you back your product that they're going to buy three, four, five times in that following year. And then over a lifetime, their value is going to be extremely high, providing you have a good product. And that comes back to just backing your product and, and having a good product in the market. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly. important too. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, if anything, all of these topics really do come together in the whole picture of that. You know, running a high AOV product, bundling products, you can do that with a sale. Um, and, you know, the creative, keeping the creative nice and simple that runs through that offer gets that offer across simply and aesthetics typically the one that works right when we run these sort of sales so totally um yeah that nicely brings them together yeah awesome it's been a pleasure 